Hey there, podcast listener. Welcome to Talking Wealth, the show where each and every week, the Wealth Within team are on hand to teach you how to become a more confident, competent, and more importantly, profitable trader and investor. For more information, products, services, and detailed show notes, including a transcript for this podcast, head over to wealthwithin.com.au and click on the news and media tab in the navigation. Hello and welcome to Talking Wealth. I'm Janine Cox, Senior Analyst at Wealth Within. Now I'm back to talk a little bit about the iron ore price. I did discuss it in May and we talked about what was happening with some of the big iron ore miners, how the price was getting awfully close for some, for some of the smaller miners in terms of their, their cost of production. Looking at what's happened with the iron ore price and um, what the previous analysis said and trying to match that up, I suggested in May that the iron ore price could fall to eight, between 80 and $84, somewhere between t- in 2014, possibly later in the year or into 2015, and that the low over the next 12 months could be more specifically between be between 80 and $97 a tonne. Now, at the time, I identified a level at around $99 that was really important for the iron ore price, and it's since gone through that level and hit the next level of support below that. Now, the next level of support, and the way that we get this is we do a whole series of of analysis on the chart of the iron ore price using a technique called Elliott Wave as well as other priced techniques. And the next level of support is between $88 and $94. And if we look at where the iron ore price went to more recently, we saw it drop to about $92.74. And that was last month. Looking ahead over the next couple of months, it's quite possible given the strength of this particular support. And you have to bear in mind that there are particular levels of any stock market, uh, commodity, anything that you can measure in terms of the price history that are going to be really strong potentially for those uh, prices. And we've seen the iron ore price come back to to just below 50% of its all-time high price. And its all-time high price was $187.18. We saw that a few years ago. And then I think that was in, in around 2011. And since then, the iron ore price has continued to trundle lower. Now, if the iron ore price moves up higher, it's possible it could get back through the $100 mark. And I've got a target of somewhere between $100 and $110 in, in the short term for the, for the iron ore price on the upside. And we've always got to be looking at what the prices of particular stocks, commodities, markets are doing in both directions. And as we see it start to unfold, then we can firm up our analysis. Now, the 100 to 110 target is quite probable. We're seeing now in response to the support that the iron ore price is, is getting, we're seeing the uh, prices of the big miners, BHP, Rio and FMG. We've seen some strength over recent weeks or their share price is starting to rebound. Now, this could be a temporary move on those stocks. BHP is looking a lot stronger than the other two, as I've said before in the previous podcast, because it's more or less just traded sideways over you know a number of months, whereas the other two stocks have had quite a dramatic fall into their lows. Now, looking at the, the next price below, I did mention between $80 and $84 is the downside. There is a really strong level between $97 and $100, so that's the hurdle it's got to get over. But there's also another level below 80 and $84, which is a combination of percentages of the all-time high of the, of the iron ore price. And we've measured that at around $71 to $72. There's a really important level below 
the lower price that I had mentioned. So as time goes on and as the, the market for iron ore changes, and we're seeing different um, you know, information coming out of the marketplace about what China's doing and what's happening overseas, then this will have a bearing on the iron ore price. And, and what we're looking for now is a move off that low that's going to push through the $100 level or close to it. And following that will be the real test. So we're not seeing the real test yet because it was easy to understand based on the analysis that the iron ore price was likely to go into the range that we'd previously talked about at around that $100 level and below, and it's hit that first target. And the next level below that is is still probable because of the fact that it traded below that $99 level. So if we see a really strong move up above the $100 mark and it gets closer to the 110 then the 80 and 84 dollar range below is less likely but if it really struggles to get through solidly through the 100 dollar mark in the short term so over the next few months then we could see it head back down again to test that 9274 and possibly lower but as i said before when you're looking at this the iron ore price and you're looking at the miners do that in tandem so you might see in anticipation of a move on the iron ore price or, or in relation to what's going on with China and contracts being negotiated in the second half, you may see that the um, the stock prices move ahead of what's going on in the iron ore price slightly. And remember I said before there were slight differences in when the iron ore price turned down and when the stocks turned down. So when iron ore starts to turn, it may occur slightly in different timing to when it occurs on the stocks, even though the stocks tend to follow the iron ore price. What you want to be looking for is both of those stocks and and the commodity itself and watching for when either the iron ore price moves or the stocks move. Now, in reality, the stocks are likely to move in anticipation of the iron ore price, but you will get a feel for whether a stock typically moves well before or not just by looking at the history Now, as a technical analyst, you have an advantage in that you can look at the charts. Now, if you're an investor, then you're relying on other people's information to determine what the likely outcome is. And I suggest that whether you're a trader or an investor, a trader wanting to compare your own thoughts and analysis on this market, I suggest that you listen in. And of course, for investors who are are watching their stocks and wondering whether they're likely to to continue to fall away or whether we're likely to see some support, I suggest that you stay tuned because I will come back in a few weeks and discuss what's happening again and what's likely to happen in the short term. I wish you all the best with your analysis. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to this week's podcast. For more information, products and services and detailed show notes with a transcript for this podcast, head over to wealthwithin.com.au and click on the news and media tab in the navigation.